0: Hi, I'm Simon Hartley, and I'm Helen Good Martin. Welcome back to Pet Talks. Helen, it's just you and me today. This is our little Friday fireside chat, um, really to pick up on the challenges that we're seeing at the moment, because I, I can see this uh, the challenges particularly evolving really, really rapidly. Um, mm-hmm. What are you seeing at the moment? What have you seen them in the last week or so?
1: Well, I think the new buzzword is WFH, working from home.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think it seems-
1: so much out there, so much written about it, so much, so many tips and tricks on how to do it, and I think this week really—that's um, on everyone's mind because everybody is now working from home. Um, you know, so that has really created a situation whereby we're all looking at that and thinking about it, and actually that virtual world. Uh, what are you seeing with with the leaders that you're working with?
0: Yeah, um, as you and I have chatted about a couple of times before. The mental emotional do- dimension of this i think is in, is enormous and um, i was chatting to some leaders this morning they are senior leaders in a big corporation and i'm seeing a sort of a polarization and i think actually this is a sort of microcosm of society to be honest with the novelty starting to wear off that initial shock value starting to wear off and actually i'm seeing a polarization some people who who became kind of energized by this and put their foot on the gas and have been fueled by adrenaline are actually starting to run out of gas. They're actually starting to feel exhausted now. And one of the things that we were chatting about is the need to recognize this early because if you keep going at this pace for another couple of weeks, you're just going to burn out. Yes. We've got another group on the other side who are starting to become a bit bored. and I know, having chatted to, to some friends of mine as well, who are uh, off work, they can't work, they've, they've painted the house now, they've watched the box sets on Netflix, all of that sort of stuff, and they're starting to feel a little bit bored. And actually what they're running out of is meaning and purpose. Yes. So, so I can see that there are some challenges that are just starting to emerge, and they're likely to compound over the next few weeks. Um, I said to this, this group this morning, now's a really good time to sort of raise the alarm bell and say we can see a car crash ahead if we don't do anything about it if we just keep rolling in the same direction we're going to hit the car crash mm-hmm. so what can we start to do now to avoid it to put the brakes on etc and and make sure that we don't end up in a, in a real mess in a couple of weeks time yes. um, yeah. so that, that that's the kind of conversations I've been having over the last week or so yeah, yeah.
1: And and I suppose I think it just exactly what you're saying there. We've been talking about being a finish line because that's what you and I believe we should be gearing up for and and keeping our energy for. But yes, the the opposite of that is a car crash. And I think there's two things. We'll either come out of this and some people will come out of this with post-traumatic stress and some people will come out of it with post-traumatic growth and that's your choice because that's the car crash or the finish line. And for me, that's the, you need to decide now because as you say, you need your energy. One thing I've noticed this week is obviously every day, I'm constantly on calls, um, as most of the world are in this uh, you know, uh, video conferencing. And it's something that I do as part of my daily work routine anyway, because I, I have teams not, not in the same location. But when you're doing it all day and you don't have that chance in between, the, you have to bring a higher energy. I think Dominic spoke about this last week. You've got to bring some energy to it. Otherwise, mm. it's just another set of people, another set of faces. And the other thing is, I don't think we have our ground rules ready yet. I don't think we've decided as teams, because everyone's learning and, and watching. I don't think we've decided what, the, what that looks like and what is the best way to be productive in it. And yeah. if that camera's on. We spoke to Phil Gose this week and he had some great tips on on managing virtual teams and being in that world. And but it is, you know, the the human connection is very important. And I think in the situation that we're all in now at home, we've got to work out how to manage our teams and managing them isn't the, the typical, you know, seeing what they're doing and that. It's keeping them connected actually and making mm. sure that they are communicating and they do still understand what the vision is for the company. That 2020 vision, I think I claimed I had it, but clearly I didn't. <laughs> uh, but you know, that hasn't, that will come back. You know, this yeah. is a moment in time and, and we don't know what that moment is, but we do know it'll end and we know that the, that the economy will bounce back mm. and we need to be ready. And I think, you know, that's exactly what you're saying. It will be a car crash if. You, as a team, as a company, as a leader, aren't saying, We've got this. You know what? We've got this. This is hard and it's difficult for me and it's difficult for you, but you know, we've got this. And I think this week and maybe early next week, we need to be checking in. How is this WHFH going for you? Because some people will say, Actually, it's wonderful. Do you know, I'm sitting here and it's great, and someone brings me a coffee. Um, and other people will go, This is really difficult. I'm missing. This and I'm missing that whatever they're missing we need to be listening and thinking we can fix that you know we've heard of virtual coffee mornings and quizzes and all this stuff going on but it can it doesn't have to be and I think we spoke about this earlier it doesn't have to be a meeting it can be an unscheduled conversation which will keep you connecting and that's what you want yeah You you want to be communicating and making sure that we're all heading in the same direction or else everyone's going to be doing it in a slightly different way. And that's not going to get our goals.
0: Mm. I think the other really important thing to, uh, to tap into here is the need to reflect and adapt as we go along. You know, personally, I've noticed that because I don't have the little transitions in my day, you know, the little jump in a car and drive from meeting to meeting, or, or even if I was in London, get on the tube and go from meeting to meeting because they're not in there. My, my day is more intensified. And it's taken me a week or so to think, do you know what, I'm hitting the end of a day and I'm absolutely burned out, I'm exhausted here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and start to think, okay, well, that's yeah. not sustainable, so what do I have to do then? And uh, so restructuring my day is something that I'm doing next week. I'm gonna actually plan the transitions in. Um, and I've also started to realize that you've got to give more attention to the rest element. And, and you know there's there's a little saying that I've, I've been working to for a while which is work hard rest hard um in my 20s i called it work hard play hard but i started to i think when i had kids and i'd lost a couple of months worth of sleep i started to realize that actually work hard rest hard is probably more uh, more in line with where I, what i need now but but i've got to be very deliberate about this because if i'm not i'll end up becoming exhausted mm. and, and i won't realize it until i get there until i've actually hit the wall um, the other element of this, I think, for leaders, which is particularly pertinent, is that um, the leaders I was chatting to this morning—they said, "Yeah, but my team need me. So if I take the time out for me, I start to feel guilty about it." Mm. And I, I mean, I've heard mums describing the same thing. You know, I'll make sure I give to everybody else, and then I'll take care of myself last, and I'll feel guilty if I'm looking after me instead of looking after everybody else. But the point is, and the discussion we had this morning was that if you don't give to yourself first, you can't serve your team properly. Um, If you start to sort of degrade on a daily basis and your energy is going to reduce and your positivity will go with it and your mood will go with it, you'll start to become a little bit grumpy. You won't engage with them quite as much. You won't give them the energy that they need. And actually, you know, you'll start to just slide off the end. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a huge believer that, most things work in spirals and that momentum's critical and that if we start losing it here, it, it starts to nosedye. So, so we've got to take care of mood and energy and positivity on a daily basis or else we end up sliding off the end. Yeah. So yeah, I think that awareness is critical.
1: Yes, and I think we have to figure a way to be creative in this and... Once we're creative and we tap into that, I I often say that word, and people kind of ask me, well, you know, we we sometimes think that you're born creative and you're one of these people that are creative, and but it's a learned behaviour. And actually, I was looking around on, on LinkedIn, and I know there's been a a, a study with fifteen hundred CEOs and um, around where they place creativity on their list of, of requirements in, in a role, and actually. It is incredibly high. I think it's mm. number three, um, which, and that made me kind of think about that actually, how do you become creative in this time? And I think it is looking at the way you've done it and the way you've done it yesterday is not the way you're going to do it today because actually our everything has changed overnight. There's been a shift. And if we can tap into that, great things will happen. And when you say that, I think everybody sort of thinks that that's like you're going to you know take up art or whatever. But I mean, looking at the way we've been doing things in our business and our plans and our strategies and kind of thinking, actually, if we were to do that today when we have a bit more time, what would that look like? How would we do it differently? And mm-hmm. that's the sort of creativity they're looking for, something outside the box, which you know you bring to it. And it, that's an energy as well. When you think about it, that is like a positive energy. And I think talking about emotions, which... You know, when I hear you talk about energy, we know that energy is really important. You know, there are people that will suck the energy out of your business and there's people who put it in and you want to have those people who put it in. And it's all of our responsibility to keep putting it in. Uh, and that can be that can be tough. You know, the, the tank goes down and we have to keep. But I think if we become creative and we start thinking, you know, quite often we're planning something or doing something. There's always somebody who says we try that. Yeah, no, we tried that, it. it didn't work. I mean, I've heard that so many times. Yeah. And yeah. I always say, okay, but I'll, I'll give it a go. You know, I'll, I'll try it a different way. And I think that's the thing. What we've done in the past is not going to be what we're going to do in the future. And I think everyone is speaking about that at the moment, that technology is changing. And actually, if it is, and if that, at the end of this, we are going to be doing things more in this virtual world creativity becomes very important. I mean, we're talking about all this AI and, you know, actually, the thing that people can bring that machine learning won't bring is creativity, is being creative in your role and and finding ways. And I think that's the sort of learning skills and and things that we should be trying to tap into at meetings. Is there a different way of doing that? And it might be someone who's thought, I used to think that, uh, but I didn't want to say, Mm. now it's time, say it, do Mm. it do some exercises with your teams and see how they are creative in it. You know, it can be this silly thing. I don't know if you've ever done that with 30 circles Mm -hmm. and you fill them as quickly as you can. And some people will, you know, some people will just fill them, you know, with smiley faces. And some people will create a caterpillar or, you know, they'll they'll figure a way of, you know, an apple or something. They'll figure a way of getting them all in and do it as quickly as they can, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, a bit of fun as
0: well but it is tapping into another way of doing it yeah i mean it was was part of the discussion that we had with sarah um on an episode a few episodes ago and um in my view we sort of we we really unlock creativity when we ask great questions and i think that's one of the gifts that great leaders display they have the ability to just ask great questions and then unlock the creativity of their team and You know, so often I think, you know, leaders leaders take it upon themselves to provide the solutions. They think it's their job to provide the solution, whereas actually, by asking a great question, we engage the team in finding that solution and we unlock their creative power. Yeah. Um, The other thing that I find really interesting, um, knowing that energy is going to be absolutely critical and mood and positivity is going to be critical, Um, I was sharing with a a group last night what I call the six pillars of, um, of having a really strong. Um, mental game really strong mindset and vitality is one of those pillars you know just being able to take care of yourself make sure you eat the the right stuff and that you get fresh air and you drink lots of water and all that sort of stuff um you know that that's a critical pillar because if we don't get that right our energy is going to degrade and if if we get caught into the wrong pattern we might feel tired drink too much coffee not sleep very well wake up very groggy the next morning, drink even more coffee, not sleep very well the night after, and then we get ourselves into a, into a pattern that's not good for us. Mm. Equally, if we go for, I'm absolutely knackered at the end of a day, so I'll have a couple of drinks, and so I wake up the next morning with a bit of a fuzzy head, and actually we take ourselves down another pattern that's not very, very good for us. Yes. So, so making sure that we don't slip into those is critical. One of the other pillars is balance getting real balance and making sure we do take the time out to regenerate ourselves and take the rest recovery time. So so I think those are key. But of course, that's only the exhaustion bit. The boredom bit needs another solution altogether. And I think for a lot of people, they're they're losing meaning and purpose right now. Um, And to be able to tap back in and know that the thing I'm doing right now is purposeful is absolutely critical for them um so so there's an awful lot of this this is why there are six pillars in my view we've got to get all of these six right in order to maintain constant sort of positivity energy make sure we're thinking and feeling good things on a regular basis
1: yeah and communicating i think communication whether it's with your teams or whether it's with the customers and and the clients that you have i think that's that's really something people have got to focus on because uh, you know saying well they're at home and well everyone's working from home it's, it seems like we've kind of all done that as if they're not working we take out the w so just yeah, but, yeah you know so but they are working from home and they will like to have a call and and this is the time to self learn as we've said whatever it is uh, come you know find something and uh, yesterday actually i i linked have a huge amount too of self-learning um mm videos and, and things, and which is great. And I, I came across one yesterday from, we were talking about our salespeople and how they would then contact customers. And we don't want to be selling at this time. That's not, we want to be helping them. And if there's anything we can do, processing data or whatever, helping them. Um, but I came across this guy, Todd Dewis, and he was talking about the elevator pitch and which I thought, oh, I'm gonna have a look at this because we talk uh-huh. about this elevator pitch. And I thought, how can you do that? If you're working from home then how you have that few minutes and I think that feeds into what we were talking about before as well which is networking networking isn't about how many people you meet it's about how many people you can introduce to each other and when you're doing that you have this space and time where you're introducing them and you're telling this is so and so he works here he does this la, la, la. a couple of tips but I mean anyway, Todd Juice, uh, has a very high energy video on it and i hope that he's going to speak to us because after watching it i decided i would send him a message and connect with him. and um i said you know maybe you'd like to come on to pep talks and help us and he said well you know i, I will be in the uk later this year i'd love you to come and check out my website and i said oh i'm feeling a bit like my uh uh elevator speech went to the basement
0: <laughs> so, I, watched,
1: I said i you know and i watched you and you 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 promised success so that isn't good and then he came back and he said okay let's have a chat and yeah be happy to help and I think that's the thing isn't it that we have to find this idea of how you do that and I mean I'm only interested in how you do your elevator pitch when you're out of your sales environment you haven't got your sales hat and you haven't got something tangible to sell at the moment but you want to be communicating and telling them where you're from and what you're doing and and I think we've got to get that right the communication everybody wants to stay in touch as you say that those people who are you know bored. they might be furloughed at the moment or whatever but i think they still appreciate a call and to see how Mm. they are or you know how their business is and i think there's plenty of ways of doing that
0: yeah absolutely i think um isolation can become a real issue making sure that people have got a feeling of belonging to something is massive Mm. you know it's one of those fundamental human needs Mm -hmm. um this is why i think lots of people are sort of mourning the the fact that their sport has disappeared out of their life yes. and, and and it's not sport per se um i think it's that sense of belonging that they're they're missing
1: yes um, i think
0: that's that's part of the real issue hmm. well so, sport
1: and religion are they they they're they're communities that we belong to and that's completely we connect with people and we forget that the one they're taken away and i see some again talk about being creative we see, and I know you're, you're speaking to some rugby players and things, but you see where they are putting games on on apps. Mm-hmm. And we've seen with with gyms, I don't know how many um, notifications I'm getting, you know, do yoga at home, do, you know, and, and that's people being creative. They can no mm-hmm. longer go to their place, but they're bringing it to you. Yeah. And as businesses, there's something in there. There is something in there that we can be tapping into. We just need to find it
0: completely i mean I, I talk when i talk to businesses about developing a really really strong team having something that people feel proud to belong to is central yes. making sure that people feel that this is something special what we do is yes. special being part of this is special now that's still a massive opportunity that businesses have got yes. and i think people will require that sense of belonging more and more and more and if you can provide that for them yes. not only will They benefit as human beings. You know, I think it's just a great thing to do anyway. But that sense of loyalty and connection that they've got to your business will only grow.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. One of the other challenges that um, you mentioned earlier that I just want to quickly touch upon was um, impatience. You know, because I think you're right. Fear and shock were part of the last couple of weeks. Some of that might have subsided now, but there might be a growing sense of impatience. You know, I want normal again. I want to get back to where we were. You know, how long is this going to take? All that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. What, what are you seeing?
1: I'm, I think towards the end of this week, I've seen a little bit of that where people want to know where the finish line is. And they're, they're, you know, any glimmer of hope is is hope. And I think we have to be patient. Now, I'm not a patient person. Everybody knows that, you know, talk about <laughs> patience. I think when people talk about having patience, you know, you you when you think about it, you think of this long line of people in a bank and you're waiting but we've all joined those queues of people now whether it's getting to a supermarket or pharmacy whatever we're doing we are having to be patient and people are very quiet in it and reserved at the moment and doing it but there's also this need for normality and i think we have a new normal and that's the once we get past i think this where we say this is my new normal and how do i do it and then I think we will get into a rhythm and a routine. But, you know, I think the thing is, don't waste the time. And, and I struggle with this myself. I have to keep telling myself this is what that internal chatter. We were talking to Sonia and a lot of people said last weekend, they were having a huge amount of problems because your weekend is normal. You know, nothing is normal
0: yeah. um,
1: and time out is, is, you know, that's what we live for, like uh, you mm-hmm. know, doing other things and, you know, talking about our week or whatever. So, I think what we need to get into is a rhythm of what we're going to do with this time. And as a business, what does that look like? I mean, you know, you may be a business now where you've had to furlough some staff and things, but you want to keep them connected to you. Then it's totally out of your control. It's mm-hmm. to protect, everything is now to protect each other. Um, yeah. And we talked about this last week too about people being scared and scared of each other almost. Um, and I think the as humans, we like to connect, and I think our emotions are within our control. As Sonia said, you, you have all these emotions at the moment, but we can turn them into a positive, but it's not gonna be easy. We can say, actually, all these things we never got time to do, let's do them. Let's have a project driven where we can, you know, get a, on top of some things or make a plan. And I think knowing that the economy has not, it, it, ha- it will take a hit by the end of this, but actually it's not like a recession. Mm-hmm. it's not devastating at the end of this it will be busy and we need to be ready and we need to be energized and we need to come out with a strong team yeah. and that's up to us that is in our control keeping that energy and keeping that negative chatter inside and and you know and and reading things other than you know it's, it's important to keep on top of what's happening in COVID-19 of course it is and um, but also using the time to take that training that's been offered free or or to maybe there is something in one of the people we still have quite a few people that are signed up to talk to us we've um and if there is somebody in that you know i've had several messages this week and empathy actually somebody asked me about empathy Mm. and that emotional intelligence that we we hear it's out there this is important um, and to be emotionally intelligent you know we need to be now more than ever and the empathy element of it is understanding that everyone feels the same. Everybody is kind of scared and in the same boat. And yeah. it's okay. It is okay. And yeah. it isn't forever.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, that that people talk about the, the grief response that a lot of people yes. have had. Yes. Um, and when you actually kind of dig into it, what are they grieving? What what have they lost? Um, certainty. They're yeah. probably grieving a loss of certainty. Um, probably grieving the loss of normality. Mm. But you're right. The, the way to... Uh, to almost get to grips with this is to say, okay, I can accept this is a new normal. Um, let's explore it a little bit. Um, I don't have to wish this away. I don't have to hope that it will go away in minutes and I can get back to the old. I can yeah. start to explore the new and, and accept this is my new normal and, yeah. and actually kind of maybe embrace some of the uncertainty. Um, it, it's that change of perspective between you know, viewing something as, as a threat and viewing it as an adventure. Yes. Maybe I could just get into the adventure of this. Um, so, yeah, I think there's, there's, a, there's an awful lot of mental, emotional challenges around people at, at the moment. And uh, the other one I heard uh, last night on a, on a session that I delivered was um, somebody saying they're starting to feel trapped because they can't physically get out. And yeah. Actually, again, if you kind of dig into trapped, usually trapped is when we feel like we've lost our choice. Yes. But actually, if we start to tap in and think, no, no, I haven't lost my choice. Maybe I can't go out, and I'd like to, but that's only one dimension of my my enormous choice. I've got tons of choice, yeah. um, and maybe one of them is how can I find a creative way to dot dot dot. Mm. And that's that's within my choice too.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, and I think actually Tony Robbins has a really good session on on loss actually, and it does that is again in your control, and what are you losing, and you know like it, you know, and I think that's the, your choices and you know thinking of something as a loss has that negative but Mm. actually you haven't lost it if you can do it in a different way you haven't actually lost it so you know and for this period of time yes it's better to do it we we all prefer to go to the gym than try and do it at home I mean I think now that is the thing where you're trying to work from home you know your gym is home your entertainment and I think that's as you say that's habits and we need to be careful and not let bad habits that
0: will seep into us and happen you mm, know. that's right because if, if we get ourselves wrapped up in that it soon becomes resentment and becomes anger
1: yeah you think
0: this is not fair why this is why is this happening to me and that takes us down a probably a, a mental emotional path that's not not got a good destination There's not not a very good end to that path whereas mm-hmm. actually flipping our thoughts and feelings into you know this is this is something new i could explore this this might be a bit of an adventure takes us down a completely different path.
1: Yeah, I think it's just, it's actually, you know, uh, it's the lockdown. It's actually the language around it that mm-hmm. it, that makes us have that connection with it in that way. You know, maybe ground, it's a better word. I think <laughs> we're all grounded. Because <laughs> at least yeah. ground, you sort of feel that that's not as lockdown, I suppose we have got to remember the, you know, the meaning of that in our head. And that is normally... In pretty uh, dire circumstances, you know, in prisons we hear about lockdowns and things. So maybe it is just that language. So maybe we should stop calling it lockdown and, mm. and say we're all grounded together. <laughs> to yeah. Further notice and uh, hope that we can uh, um, maybe. But this is a moment in history, and I think mm. you know this is the whatever we do with it now is is it's it's up to us. Actually, it's a chapter that we have to write and. and I think as businesses, which is what we represent and business leaders and our own uh, businesses that we're attached to, I think we are trying. We're trying incredibly hard and um, I hope, I I, I definitely felt this week that all the work we've done over the last few weeks, um, everybody is in a good place. I hope they are Um, and we just have to now start Monday again with that energy thinking this week is going to be different and what do we do? And normally I think for the couple of weeks that are coming, they're an Easter break, which was always a time for travel and family and doing things and getting together. And that really has, you know, that, that's not going to happen this time. We have, so there are lots of inventive and creative ways we can get around that. You know, we'll all be having dinner. Zoom will be uh, awash with people having connections uh, with mm-hmm. people. So whatever it is, I think, and you know, certainly, on a personal note, if anyone needed help with any of this uh, virtual conferencing or whatever, more than happy to help. You know, yeah. some of us have, have been around it a bit longer and, and kind of understand what what it feels like. So, um, definitely, happy to help. And I know you're yeah.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, I think. As a, as a message yes we, we are both very 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 happy to help and uh, you know come find us and drop us a line Um just just before we tie up today um, who have we got next week
1: so well I think you should introduce the first one Justin
0: yes indeed um, so Justin Hughes is joining us he's a former Red Arrows team leader um, he was also a squadron leader in the Royal Air Force um, I know that you came across Justin when he spoke yes. at a conference that we delivered just over two years ago um, talking about how you A, lead teams into uncertainty but also um, make decisions with imperfect, ambiguous information um, which, I mean, these could be high-risk decisions as well, critical decisions. Um, so so yeah, he's going to share an awful lot with us on yeah. uh, how you get through those sorts of challenges and how you lead teams through those sorts of challenges.
1: Yeah. And Justin, I think for... I think Justin will talk about, you know, after every, um, the red arrows would come back together after um, every flight and they, they would, it was a non-judgmental mm-hmm. uh, post-mortem of what had gone on. So it mm-hmm. didn't matter if you did something wrong, it would be called out, but it wasn't about you. It was just about that team and the difference you can make and whatever. And I think that's, you know, this is a time for us to look back and say, yeah, that probably didn't work. Let's do it a different way. And then we have Phil Gold, um, yeah. who is one of the LinkedIn uh, resources. And Phil is, you know, he works very closely with huge companies, um, talking about managing people in the virtual world and really just around that trust element and finding a way of doing it. And, and he himself, where normally he's working with large companies who are set up to work from home, um, but he has some practical information for us on that. And, he also mentions the very valid point that this is not just working from home. This is now trying to homeschool and do all those other things while yeah. working from home. So he had some good tips. And actually, it, we, uh, you know, that ran a little bit longer because we did feel it was important. It's a, mm. a lot of information out there on this. And actually, you get to, to hear from someone who, who trains that every, every yeah. week. And then we have so many more people um, signed up. So this is like, Phenomenal actually. Um, Sarah will come back and do another session, as will Dominic and Sonia, uh, because people are requesting that and mm. that's fantastic. And they have so much more to give actually. We only touch when we're doing this, we ask them just we only have a few minutes, and but they are going to come back. So we have some really good follow ups as well. And if there's anything else, we'd love to hear what you'd like to, us to talk about, but we can cover anything really. We have mm. such a bank of people willing to give up their time. And yeah obviously a huge amount of uh, expertise in this as well so uh, Mm -hmm. if we need to uh, get anything or find anything please let us know
0: yeah absolutely so folks have a fantastic weekend we will see you next week for another episode of pep talks take care
1: thank you bye